We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think I'd love to be a nanny. Well, you love kids. You'd be unreal with them. Like. Yeah. But then I think what would happen is, is like you'd be get really close to the kid and then if you saw the mum or dad doing something that you didn't agree with, <laughs> you'd be like, sorry, no, George actually doesn't like when you do that. And then they'd be like, he's my child. And you'd be like, well, I'm raising him. And then they'd be like, get out. Where do I draw the line? Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't be able, you'd be, you'd mother them too much. That's an issue, actually. That, that would actually happen of. if you became a man. I'm a just nanny. thinking that would definitely happen. Because in my head, I had the children raised and all, and I was going, actually, they're not my kids. Yeah. Hmm. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin And I'm PJ And welcome back to I'm Grandmam Woo! Itchy armpit there It's kind of disgusting Is it? How are you girls? Girls How are our girls back in Ireland? Lads Exhale Lockdown again Inhale Level 3 Exhale What's going on? It's tough isn't it? No, I don't understand the levels at all No, but I don't think Anybody does Do they? No And they were They were threatening To go into level 5 But now they're saying Dublin's at a 3.5 So what's that? Did they say that? That's what someone told me today No Dublin's at a 3.5 I goes What's a fucking 3.5? Oh my god I'm just thinking like I'm at a bad place 8am I'm not at the best place I think everyone's feeling it lads I think mm-hmm. we're all in the same boat And I think it's kind of I kind of love that we're all in the same boat Because it doesn't yeah. make me feel like I need to be positive Because everyone's just like This is shit isn't it Yeah, like yeah it's fucking shit That's true I don't feel bad for feeling bad But then you always get that one fucking mug On social media going <laughs> Guys I know it's tough But let's all try smile today And I'm like No Dermot shut up <laughs> No, but that's so true. Like, some days, I just want to feel sorry for myself. And I want someone to come over and be like, instead of saying, you know what, think of the positive, or tomorrow's a new day, I want someone to go, 
you know what? You you need to feel like shit this evening it's and have a shit. shit, have a shit time. I want someone to come over, throw on some Billy Eilish, and us all just crying like a window. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think have we spoken about like forced and fake positivity before? I think we have, but it's worth another shot. Toxic positivity. Yeah, toxic positivity is, is toxic. the worst thing in the world. <laughs> By definition, it's toxic. It's just people being like, if do you ever say like to your friend like, oh I'm really down my blind. They're like, no, come on, pick it up, we can do this, let's go. And you're yeah. like, okay, but what if I'm not feeling like I want to? Yeah, do that? exactly. It's very tough. Listen, just know that, like, we're all kind of in it together. In it together. There's probably some bit of strength from that is there well i was feeling like shit the other day and when mm-hmm. you came back and said you were feeling like shit yeah. i was like oh thank you were weak god you're in it together you're a sadist not a sadist not a sadist because it was you weren't hurting me no do sadists have to be the ones inflicting the pain or do they just get pleasures from other people's pain regardless of the source i don't know that's one for that's one for google that's one for the google <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking you that. But, highlight of the week... Yeah. ...is that I was having stunning showers. Because, girlies, you came through for me. No. 60% of the population think that you can open the window in the bathroom after the shower. But see, the thing is, right... Eat your words, babe. Just no, say, sorry. There should have been a caveat also, right? Because I think a lot of the people who are writing in have bathrooms that are entirely tiled. What do you mean? So, like, one of the main reasons why I'm a bit frantic about the bathroom and opening the window is because we have a white wall. Don't be a sore loser, babe. It's a painted wall. I'm not a loser. And also... (laughs) Oh, that was lovely. I'm not a loser. You really reassured yourself there. No, the thing is, I haven't lost. If anything, it's the walls that have lost because they're going to fall to shit if you don't open the window before. But can I just say that all the girlies who were saying before, like, had my back and they were... Like, the thing is, I think people assumed it just to be common practice that people opened the window before. Like, people never thought it was up for a debate. It was the 40% who had my back. It doesn't matter that there's, you know, 60% of the bleachers who were shouting against me. <laughs> it was my cheerleaders at the side. Lads, Kevin has never been so active in the DMs. You were sending voice notes <laughs> to everyone who voted <laughs> open it before. And you were like, I know, and people are saying that you should open it after. I literally... Took it upon myself to be social media Susan for those two days that we were getting responses. I was like, no, I'm looking after it. It just feels good to be right. But no, that's the thing. You're not right. But I am the poll. I won the poll. Yeah. Trump won the poll. Doesn't make it right. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, I'm just going to open it before just to like stop the issue in the house. Would you? Yeah, just for you, babe. That's the thing, but like, I, I actually do really appreciate that. I love to make my girl happy, girlies. Now, we were having wars on Saturday night. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to talk about it because we just fight again. We want to fight again. It's over with. We used to only fight on the Wednesday, girls, but now we record on the Wednesday, so we can fight on the Wednesday. We can fight on the Wednesday. It's fake positivity on the Wednesday. Fake positivity, on, <laughs> toxic positivity on the Wednesday, so... Fighting on the Saturday. Fighting on the Saturday. No, days. it's usually when you're... You, when, when you're, you're drunk. Tannic. Yeah, Kevin was... No. Drunk, lads. No. He looked at me like no. he was going to hit me. We need to give context. Basically, we're at a dinner party, right? Having a scream. Having a scream, but like a small social yeah, gathering. Yeah, baby, we weren't breaking the rules, they know. Okay, but anyway, Uber back, PJ's locked. Um, we're locked, you're drunk as well. You were more drunk than I was. You always say that. Because you didn't have dessert, because... 
It was dairy, I don't eat dairy. Yeah, but stop making out like I do. I'll eat dairy if it's in a dessert. I can turn my nose up to something sweet or least. love your sweets. <laughs> too. But also, so PJ, you got in a few more drinks than I did whilst I was eating my dessert. Well, I do that anyway, though. I yeah. always have more drinks than you. So that's what I'm saying. You were more drunk than I was. So you're... double your height. I can drink more than you. Mm, I wouldn't say double. We'll do a poll. <laughs> anyway, taxi back. We're getting the Uber, masks on. I don't know why I'm prefacing my masks People on. know <laughs> that we think Corona's a real thing and we're not anti-maskers. Okay, 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 okay. But I just want people to know that we're being responsible and that, you know, doing our due We diligence. had our masks on. There was barely anyone at this dinner party thing. We were all social distanced. It was all good. Anyway, cut to the Uber. We're inside. We're having a laugh. We were kind of we having, a, having a bit of a skit. It was a skit at the start, and even when and we were waiting for it, no. So he just then just looks at the driver, and then he goes, "Is he for real?" Right? I really loud now, right? And it's like, "What?" He was like, "Nah, he's on the phone while he's driving. We're gonna crash." And then I looked right, and he wasn't on the phone. He was on a headpiece. <laughs> he was no on the phone. He had like an AirPod in, and I was like, "I goes no, he's." He has his AirPod in and he goes, no, we're going to crash and we're going to die. And he was saying... <laughs> <laughs> he was the saying, drama. He was saying it so loud. So the driver was like looking in the mirror as if to say, what the heck is he on about? And then I was like, PJ, stop. And he goes, no, Kevin, I'm not going to crash. And then I just goes, shut up. Like that. And then PJ just goes, no, the rudest you've ever been to me in your whole life. <laughs> And he just turned around and he just goes, I'm not even talking to you now. But anyway, then, so it was just like quiet then for the 20 minute ride home. And then it was just really awkward when we got in because you ran into bed and so did I. But then we were on Miriam the next morning. Oh, by the way, girls, we had a quick interview with Miriam on the Sunday morning. But we stand and we had to make up before the show. But we didn't really even make up. We did. We were laughing. We were joking about it. No, we were laughing because basically I don't really do dairy, but I had it in the dessert, but that meant my stomach was in knots that oh morning. Oh my God, lads. I'm checking, <laughs> I'm checking the sound with people on RT Radio 1, right? Kevin is Isn't in the toilet. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know it was RT. I think so. We'll have to check that, girls. Anyway. It was with Miriam and she's an icon. Yeah, an icon. Oh, so we were panicking and we love her. Iconic mammy. I found out she has about a million children. <laughs> I think she's six or something, isn't it? I think it's eight, babe. Really? We'll have to look it up anyway. We know her daughter, Clara, listens. Hey, girly. Hey, girly. Love you and your <laughs> mum. Um, but... Well, I'm testing the sound anyway with the lads in the radio station. So what was I doing? I was just You were shitting your brains out in the bathroom. <laughs> Kevin had the run no. from the dairy. You are. So, I, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say I was farting. Well, you were farting first. And I was like, Kevin, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this interview because I can like, I can smell your farting. Stop it, And then he had to run in. Literally, it was like five, four, four minutes to air, three minutes to air. You Kevin, I was like, Kevin, come on. And he was trying to wipe quickly before we got on air. Don't say wipe quickly, babe. <laughs> anyway, can I take the sand on my side of the story in the Uber? No, because, babe, okay, 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 babe. But we're always going to disagree on the thing with the phone. I know, but you told your side to the people and now we have to tell mine. Your story is the exact same as mine, only you have this in your imagination that he was holding a phone up to his ear. But he had... He was had it by his ear. He didn't. And when, I, when you looked, he was after putting it back. <laughs> he had it up to his ear. But even and still... And then he heard me and goes, fuck, and then put it on the That sand. never happened. But even still, he was dropping us home. It was lashing rain. He could and have been like... And endangering our lives. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say on the matter, girlies. Let's move on because we need to record the podcast. I can't play it with you again. You're such an idiot. 
Honestly, it's so annoying. And you can't eat dairy. And now let's move on. What else have we been up to? Well, the nights have been getting shorter and darker. Well, yeah, it does be getting dark about four o'clock, which is to be sent to me. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I've been tipped over the edge in the last few weeks as well. Yeah, seasonal depression. Seasonal depression. I need to get one of those, you know, the... The lamps that the happy like the lamps. But do they even work? I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe I should look into it. Maybe. Um, or maybe someone should sponsor us. <laughs> what else? Oh, yeah. So we've been watching a good bit of TV, really, haven't we? We've just been chilling on the couch. The shows have come to save us. Yeah. So we're watching Little Mix the Search. Which... We're addicted to it because it's a gay man's dream. I'm sorry now, a big team of gays just came together and goes, let's make this show. <laughs> like, the thing is, I always knew I loved a Lil Mix, right? Mm-hmm. Love Lil Mix. But this just cements it. And as well, I feel like they're very down-to-earth gals. They're just normal gals. They're just normal gals. Like, I love when someone walks into the room to audition and they're just like, oh, I love your top. And they start I'm screaming dead. at them. Where'd you, know you get I mean? it? They're literally like that, aren't they? Having, and it looks like they love each other. Now, I'd love a scathing expose that they all hated each other, but yeah. I don't think they do. I think they love each other. I'd say they just have their tiffs like we do. do you yeah, know what I mean? exactly. And also, that room where they do the auditions... Stunning. ...is like the inside of my brain. Stunning. They have a pick-and-mix section and everything. Like, if you went into my brain, like, Inside Out, do you know that film? Yeah. That's what the control room would look like. I love Inside Out. It makes me cry. It's one of the most stunning cartoons ever made. I love the blue one. Got that. Is that the sad one? Yeah. Oh, I feel so sorry for the blue one. I love the blue one. Who's your favourite Lil Mix member? Jade. Yeah. She's an ally. Mine's Leanne. I think they're all gay allies. Yeah. But especially Jade and Leanne. <laughs> we just love Jade. She's baggy. She loves the baggy. You know I love the baggy. No, but I think in the series, that's the only thing that did him a bit dirty, I think, the edit. They recorded all in the one day. So, like, even though we're on episode three, they're still wearing the same outfits. I'm sorry, you know, if me and Kevin can record Man Crush Mondays back to back in a day and change four <laughs> times so we don't wear the same outfit for four episodes. That's true. You're a multi-million dollar production. No, probably isn't that much money in the production. But there probably but, is. But like if they're and as well they're always like okay girls today we're looking for and I'm like no it's the same day because yeah. you're the same outfit that's the thing nobody's talking about it and it's actually the gag of the season <laughs> no I still gasp every time they show Leanne in that like brown oversized jacket yeah. off the shoulder baggy trouser she hasn't worn it properly once in the whole show but it's stunning on her I love her I'd that. love to just have clothes draping off me and go around and be like I'm done and then Jessie's Trousers in the concert. In the concert when they go to the live concert. Very Jesse's trouser. Very from from Michelle Pfeiffer. Cool Rider Part Two. Very, you love that song. I love that song. Do I talk with them the podcast? Oh, I think all the time. And now you're one of your lip sync songs. <laughs> Why are you saying that as if I have a lip sync rep? You do. I don't have a repertoire for lip sync. Well, you always tell me like when a song comes yeah. on, that's my, one of my lip sync songs. I actually love that you know that about me. It actually is. I know, and you get on the bus. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Oh, I did it at the dinner party. You tried to, but you were too drunk. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, I was. And then we're watching Bake Off as well, and like stunning. But I'd be skinning me and Kevin because I'd be like, "That's not how you make a fucking pineapple upside down cake." <laughs> And then if you see me trying to make cookies the other week, I can't even make them. I was clearing out my cupboard the other day and I was skitting because I was thinking, why do I have vanilla essence in here? <laughs> and I was screaming because one weekend I got a notion I was going to do meringue. That was, I think, I'd say the month we moved into the gaff. I've never touched off meringue. But my thing is, 
I feel like we would both be good for the baking if we had the tins. Yeah. And a decent set of scales. If we had the equip, that's what's wrong. What's the automatic? I know it's called a whisk. What's the big, the big fuck off is called? What's a, the actual a name in it? Sure. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> well, there's a name for it. We got one for my mum. Classic. We got one for my mum for our birthday there a few years back. And she still uses the one from 40 years ago that's like falling apart. Like it won't take out. If it ain't broke, that is true. Maybe maybe we shouldn't have gotten a new one. But it's also... It's called an automatic mixing bowl. It is right. No, there's a name. And I think it's like... Not this. But very this energy. Like a marionette. Okay. Do you know like one of those? Yeah. Kind of that idea. But it's not a marionette. I want to say... No, I'm just going to make up a name that's not going to be right. Anyway, if we had the equipment... We'd be... We'd be... Starbaker. Now, also, I feel like we'd be better than some of them anyway, because Rowan, who went this week, sorry if you haven't watched it yet, spoiler, actually, this comes out the Monday, if you haven't watched it within the week, you're not even watching it properly, so sorry. Yeah. Um, shocking! His teeth. Okay. They washed, they're, sorry, no, Kev. Like, they're very bad. <laughs> very British teeth. <laughs> they're like the margarine he's using in the cakes. Seems lovely though. <laughs> lovely, we stand a gay man who bakes. Okay, girlies, let's move on to the theme. The theme for this week is. Confessions Part 2. Alexa, play Confessions Part 2 by Usher. See what we did there, girlies? <laughs> Very clever. Confessions Part this 2. This album. This album. Oh, this was the album of the summer back in the day. You were very Usher. Oh. This one goes out to all my girlies. Uh, whose fellows are pure and annoying and uh, wrecking their heads. Who's cheating on them? These are my confessions. Me to the priest. Scandalous. Man, I'm thrown and I don't know what to do. We never heard part one, though. What is part one? No one knows. Damn they cried when I got that phone call Men cry too I'm so thrilled I don't know what to do My confession Usher That album was iconic What other song is in Don't there? Don't for me to say this It's come from my heart Let it burn Yeah I think let it burn and that kind of sound the same Is let it burn part one? No, I don't think so. But you were very usher, I feel, because you were doing all those hip-hop slides. But all the girlies, back me up on this one, all the girlies loved that album. They were weak. They yeah. were a bad boy. I think all the girlies just fancied usher. But also, I'm sorry now. If I was his pure, I'd be allergic. Why? Because he cheated on her, got someone else pregnant, and then made a song about it. But, but see, right, when you break down the lyrics, obviously all that's happening. But was that just... A charade? Was it just part of the act? I think it's IRL, babe. IRL? But I'd be... Imagine, I'd be like, <laughs> I would have forgiven you for cheating. I might have been able to forgive you for, like, getting a girl pregnant when you cheated. But I don't think I'd be able to forgive you for making a smash hit number one <laughs> about the cheating and the pregnancy. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, damn near cried when... I got, got that phone call. call. Also, imagine being the child who ends up being born. <laughs> oh, actually, that's awful. It couldn't be. Because the thing is, I see Usher as a bit of a gent. Usher as a... <laughs> but imagine being the baby, like, and being like, 
Santo excited for you when mum was pregnant and him being like, don't listen to any of my songs back yeah, then. Yeah, because like, imagine you're just Googling your dad and being like, oh, what's Confessions Part 2 about? And be like, and then just like, put one and one together and be like, what Ball the heck? in the corner. That's actually awful on Usher's kids. But I don't think it's IRL. We'll have to Google. That's one time where the sequel was better than the original. Because I can't even remember the original. What was the original? Also, Grease 2. Grease 2? <laughs> I preferred Grease 2. Actually, you know what? I don't prefer Grease 2. I just prefer Michelle Pfeiffer's. You need to get over Michelle Pfeiffer. No, but obviously it just came into my head because we were talking about it previously. You're obsessed with Michelle Pfeiffer. You're obsessed with her. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her performance cool in Grease 2 and doing Cool Rider. I've never seen Grease 2. Um, there's that. There's another song. Uh, what is it? They're doing the bowling alley. We're going to score tonight. Does um, We're going to score tonight. I don't really... You know what? I don't think there's much of a storyline. It's a bit all over the shop. Oh, but, but usually sequels are, you know. Yeah. And usually they flop, but High School Musical 2 is better than High School Musical 1 and I'll fight any bitch that says otherwise. I disagree. What? We're about to fight again. I disagree. Do I disagree? I love status quo. Do you not love when they go working in the gaff and then Troy has that big number in the golf course and he's running around the gaff? That's an iconic moment, but is that enough to warrant it being better than the first one? Fabulous is in that one. She wants fabulous. Okay, you don't need to sing the song. I'm aware of it. Okay, so in the first one, you have... Oh, no, 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 stick to the status quo. That's iconic. Breaking free, plus the reprise. Soaring, we're flying. I hate that song. There's not a star in heaven that we can reach. Get your head in the game. I mean, if you went to a stage school and you didn't do Get Your Head in the Game as one of the numbers and where the, all the gay lads were running around with basketballs, I remember, right, it Dude. was carnage. We were doing a summer camp. Obviously, everyone was doing High School Musical, right? Yeah. And they had us all in these, like, you know, the basketball vests or whatever. They were like, right, lads, you're going to throw around the basketballs at the back. They were like, can anyone do any tricks? Christ, well, we were looking stupid. I think, <laughs> I think it was Miss Murphy choreographed it, and the choreography was iconic, right? But sure, we didn't know what we were doing. Here was I trying to spit it on my fingers. I have the world's smallest hands anyway. I could never spin a ball on my fingers. Every time you say that, it freaks me out because you have tiny doll hands. Stop saying that. They're stunning on you. I love them for you. But stop saying tiny doll hands as if they're like abnormally small. I was, I was actually being, I, I wasn't being serious. I was saying they're kind of small relative to other hands. Stop saying that. They're grand for your, relative to your body. But even, like, we were literally, like, what we had to pair it back to was us just throwing the ball to oh, the back. Oh, no, because you couldn't do nothing. But we couldn't even do that. The ball was going everywhere. It was going into the pit. I was <laughs> mortified. I'm sure one of us got a belt in the face the night of the show and everything. But so you were that bop. What else did you have? I just remember the status quo. I just liked it when they were on their halls and they didn't have to worry about school. And at the start, summer. 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 If you didn't listen to that when you're coming up to June and you're back home. <laughs> Like, who are you? You know what I mean? Were you even excited for Summer Halls? And we were familiar with the characters and we could expand on their character development. Maybe there's that. Okay. Mm. Hmm. The jury's out. I think we need another poll. Another poll. HSM 1 or 2. HSM 1 or 2, girlies. Now, HSM 3 didn't even get a look in. The graduation. I wasn't really into that. But I think they had a cast change then and everything. I don't know what was going on. They were probably trying to extend the show and do more things with it or whatever. Make some money out of it. Nah, just one or two. One also, or two. you can't do a three-way poll, so. 
That's true. Okay, so this week's theme is Confessions Part 2, because girlies, we know we're all down in the dumps, and what better way to cheer you up than laughing at other people's chaotic shit? Chaotic bullshit, and the thing is, like, we were kind of thinking of things to do, and then we were like, you know what? We could all just do having a bit of a laugh, and we had such a scream doing the last one, and we had actually planned on doing a Part 2 anyway, because the last time we did it... A load so of people many. submitted and we didn't get around to half of them. So we we're like, we need to do it again. So that's why you're getting this week's theme. Buckle up, girlies. Headphones in. It's about to get chaotic. Now, one thing we did this time as well when preparing for this episode, we've tried not to read them in advance because we just want to be taken aback by the chaos. Kevin glanced at one or two to make sure that we actually had something to record. <laughs> we had some and content. He, just, he had to shut the laptop and he goes, I have to close it now because the chaos... The chaos of that ice cream fucking That van. druggy ice cream. I get kind of miss her though. People were saying on um, Twitter. Like who's getting ice cream at 8 o'clock at night? Like imagine having that dairy before bed. It's not. Your man's getting coke across the road. But someone was saying that um, it'd be a great shout for all the people who are working from home still to send round an ice cream van who does coffee and cake bits. Oh my God. Stunning idea. Isn't it a fab shout? No. Obviously oat milk would have to be in the truck. Oh yeah. Completely. Well... The idea of it just screams artisanal, so I presume they'd have barista-style oatmeal. But also, babe, you're afraid of ice cream vans because your man wouldn't let you get them when you were younger, so you're not going to get no coffee from it. But this is an ice cream. But you're always like, this where is... do they wash their hands? Yeah, where do they? So you're still going to have that question when the artisanal one comes No, because he's not touching a cone, he's touching a cup. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So but I'm also, actually safe. I presume there's a, a sink on the in the van. Yeah, and I just feel, now, not shaming anyone whose dad is an ice cream van driver or whatever, I just feel the baristas would maybe have a better standard of hygiene than the ice cream man. Am I being outrageous there? Yeah. No, but also true. Also, anyone whose dad is an ice cream van owner, quick way to double the prices, change the term ice cream van to gelato truck. (laughs) They'll make so much more money. Oh my God, but literally, right... There's a gaff. I don't really ever get cravings for ice cream, right? But there's a gaff over the other side of Westfield, right, near us. And I just go there because I love telling my friends I'm off for some gelato. Gelato. Do you know what I mean? So, if you're an ice cream man... Who's fallen on hard times. You're now a gelato gent. I love it. There you go, girlies. And that's marketing. (laughs) That's marketing. Anyway, right. Oh yeah, shit, what do we do? Oh, confessions. Will we just tear into them or what? Let's tear into them, let's tear in. Let me set off the lappy there. BRB. TTYL. Also, I can't remember who it was who the last time said ditch the survey monkey because they were trying to get us to pay 100 quid for some confessions. We were like, nah, absolutely not. Um, Someone recommended using Google Forms. So if you're ever doing um, surveys for part of university project or thesis or whatever... Google Forms is the way to go and it's actually a really you know I love my you love a user friendly <laughs> journey I love a user friendly interface I I use the word user friendly interface every day <laughs> every time we do a new platform I have to do something online Kevin always goes oh, the platform's just not that user friendly <laughs> anyway so this must be good guys this must be good right okay I don't know whether to start at the start or start at the end or pick what. a random one okay right I was once asked to shit <laughs> I was once asked to shit in a Ziploc bag for someone on Grinder. He offered to pay me for it. Regrettably, I blocked him before asking how much. 
You should have done it, babe. So you're not really confessing to anything there. That's. Do you want to confess to any word behind your stuff? Save it for don't tell, man. <laughs> and that's clickbait, girlies. <laughs> Is that what I'm going to do every time we and mention the nature? that's girlies. <laughs> okay. I go skiing with my friends each year. Ooh, money. Oh, hello. I go skiing with my friends each year. <laughs> Me and my friend finally took the plunge to start a relationship after years of a frisky friendship. Mm. On the slopes. <laughs> On the beast. We got new skiing gear. Um, the rooms we got were small and open. Every night we'd have sex in the early hours of the morning. So if one of our friends opened their eyes, they'd see us thrusting in the corner under the duvet. <gasps> which did happen and was utterly mortifying. So they, they were like a group room and they were having sex. They were riding under the... the yeah, like Love Island kind of thing. A voyeur. <laughs> they were voyeurs. Ladies, we have a voyeur. On That's dogging, is it? No, it's like when you like being watched, like... I think voyeur is when you're the watcher. Oh. So if you're committing the act, you're dogging. No, dog. What's this? Is dogging just in a parking lot or can it be I in a... I thought dogging was only in a car. Oh. And people look in the window. Oh, that might make sense because it's like a dog in a car. Is this? I don't know the origin of the word. I love the idea of going on a ski holiday and having the ride. Yeah, I don't... Would you be very cold? Not in the room, not in the chalet, babe. We'd obviously be doing a premium. Obviously we'd be doing a premium. We'd have the log fire going. Would you ever see the raves that happen at those chalets? They get locked. I think I'd die. I think I'd be the one to die on the slope. Okay, here goes nothing. So chaotic. So a few years ago, I was in a rural part of Ireland with the girlies and I was seriously missing my fella. However, I did have my phone and we were snapping all the time. One night, things were getting a bit steamy on Snapchat and we started sending sexy pics back and forth. I was doing this in the middle of the night in the bathroom while the other girls in my room were asleep. Somehow, I don't know how, I accidentally... <laughs> ...clicked the button which sends the photo to your story. This is a full-on naked photo... Sorry, 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 sorry. This is a full-on naked photo, like, you could see everything. I realised straight away, so I was like, oh, don't panic, just delete straight away. But bear in mind, I was in the middle of rural Ireland. <laughs> I was in the middle of rural Ireland. <laughs> sorry. So the internet connection was shocking. So just after this moment, <laughs> so this, so just after this moment, the internet totally sound work. No one knows what you're saying. <laughs> so just after this moment, the internet totally stopped working, and I had no signal. Needless to say, my life was flashing before. My... <laughs> what? Sorry. Needless to say, my life was flashing before my eyes, and the next few minutes are a blur. But basically, the photo was. <laughs> No one knows. <laughs> sorry, sorry. What you're sorry. Sorry. Sorry, one second. Let me just take a second. <laughs> but basically, the photo of my full WAP was up on my public story for about 10 to 15 minutes before I could get internet again to delete it. It was such a rush to delete it, I didn't even look to see who had seen it. <laughs> a good few people in my contacts who see my full on fanny on Snapchat, but I have no idea who. No one ever mentioned it to me. Sorry, I have a pain in my stomach. No one ever mentioned it to me, but I know they're oh, out there. No. I'm so scarlet. Anyway, I'm a bit older and I've gotten over the whole thing so I can laugh about it now, but use this as a cautionary tale to be very careful with your sexy pick girlies. Oh no. That's my idea of a nightmare. Literally, 
Like imagine just sending anything like shit is on my story and then be like, I have no internet, it's on my story. And as well, it's the not knowing. It's the not knowing. Who had seen who it. Who had seen it. That's chaos. That Sorry. chaos. Sorry awesome. it took me so long. It was the funniest thing you trying to read it was my chef's kiss. Oh, listen to this one. So I was in Lords on a pilgrimage with my school in sixth year. It's the way you keep going, listen to this one. <laughs> There were four students from about six schools all around Kerry chosen to go on this pilgrimage to help the sick people, etc. What's etc? <laughs> At the time, nobody knew I was gay, but another student from another school was openly gay. One thing led to another, and we ended up having sex after mass one day. What? I was totally new to me and my first gay experience. Such a funny thing that makes me howl when I think of it. Hope you enjoy my lovelies. I love the juxtaposition of Lawrence and gay sex. I know, they were definitely giving each other the eye over communion. <gasps> Can you believe that? There was always that, like, tension between you and the openly gay fellow from the other class of the other school. Yeah. And you always just wanted to be them. You know what? I love those openly gay fellas from school time because... It's so brave. I feel like they gave other people kind of like... A bit more confidence to be more themselves, you know what I mean? John Kylie girly, shout out to you if you listen. He was an iconic girly. Out really? Since you were in primary school, I'm sure. Well, he came, he was definitely out in first year, <laughs> living his best life, kissing all the boys. That's amazing, I love that. No, height of abuse he got, but like, paved the way. Yeah, paved the way. He walked so we could run. <laughs> shout out, Kylie. Okay, this one's a bit long now, is it? Oh my god, look at that. The long. Um, okay. This one is a bit of a saga, so apologies in advance, but it's honestly so chaotic and my cousin and the rest of my family still have no idea that I was the culprit of an all-out family bus stop. <gasps> when I was maybe seven or eight, I was playing hide-and-seek with my older boy cousin and his mate, both were ten, in a hotel on holidays. I was walking around and asked an older boy, maybe fifteen, question mark, if he'd seen anyone hiding. He was in front of two girls, so to try and impress them, he began to take the piss out of me and was really mean. I ended up storming away raging and was embarrassed while they all laughed at me. Oh, I'm furious oh, reading I'm this. I'm furious already. I was there before too. I feel like everyone used to laugh at me on holidays. Oh, you, you were traumatised from your holidays. But I did enjoy them. I still have fond memories. Sounds like it was all trauma. <laughs> anyways. Actually, this girl says, anyways. I was climbing up some stairs and looked over the balcony and seen that the boy and the two girls were sitting on a couch directly below me in the hotel oh. lobby. I'm... <laughs> The devil I've, winks. <laughs> I've no idea what got into me. Bracket Satan question mark. But I remember being so consumed with vengeance that I proceeded to grog up a massive ball of spit oh! and spit it out in hopes of hitting the lads. It landed directly slap bang on the middle of his head. <laughs> and I don't know if it was maybe because of the height but it seemed to have splashed back or something because even the two girls oh recoiled in God. horror. As they had got some too. No. He looked up and I ducked him skidding and went on my search down the halls. Pure content justice was served. It turned out, however, he'd actually ran up the flight of stairs and instead of finding me, he found my cousin and his friend hiding and just assumed it was them. I then bumped into my cousin in tears claiming a random boy had punched him and his friend in the face for, for absolutely no reason. I was so terrified that I just pretended I had no idea and was shocked but said nothing. My cousin's friend then went to his dad and my six foot four uncle to say what happened, who then both went on a rampage to find this little 16 year old oh. and ask him what the fuck he was playing at at beating up two 10 year olds. This then led to the 16 year old dad 
getting involved in almost a full-on fist fight <laughs> between three grown men. Were they the Butlins? Well, it says it was all inclusive and they were at a hypnotist. Okay. So I'd say they'd had a few. Do you remember the hypnotist shows in Hollands? Yeah. It got split up and the older boy apologised but my uncle then proceeded to give my cousin an absolute bollocking for spitting on someone and then lying about it. While all this was happening I was so scared and anxious that I'd been the cause of it that I burst out hysterically crying. <laughs> Unfortunately though my aunt misinterpreted this and thought I was crying because of all the shouting and aggro <laughs> so then she ended up falling out with my uncle for the rest of the night saying look at what you've done to the poor girl and for ruining our last night on the holiday. It was a girl! <laughs> yeah, I'd actually gathered that. I thought it was a boy. No, it was a girl. I'm dead at the girl doing the clunger off the balcony. <laughs> the clunger? Yeah. It was honestly so unnecessarily dramatic, but I feel so truly awful about it that I need to be absolved. You don't need to feel awful about that at all. You are an icon. That's iconic. You did the crime and not the time. Right, next. Trying to read one because that was yeah. ages long. Oh, and I shot one for P. <laughs> Shut up. I can read usually just when you're here, you put pressure under me. I would say on as opposed to under. See? <laughs> hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My ex bought me a ring years ago and I wear it every day. I have a new boyfriend and will never tell him where I got it. Nothing to do with feeling for my ex or anything. I just love the ring. I just love you for loving the ring. I love it. But would you give up a ring from your ex if it was stunning? I kind of always loved the idea mid breakup I take it off and I throw it at him and I go keep your fucking ring and I walk away <laughs> that's the thing actually she missed her shot there that's what she should have done in the breakup or if you're going through the emotional breakup you listen to a bit of Billy and loving Billy Eilish you're loving Billy Eilish um, you're doppelganger you're on a <laughs> and you're on a bridge you kiss the ring you turn your back you toss it into the ocean but she loves it so she's not going to do that babe but it's therapeutic <laughs> How is it? it's not really is it if it is, is it like expensive? Then if I'll it's expensive, you're going to keep it. Oh. No. Cash converters, get a bit of bob. She loves it. She said, just love the ring exclamation mark. I don't know. I think there's something there. I think she still loves the X. Maybe she's hanging on to something. I think you do. Because the whole point of a ring is, right, it's a circle. It symbolizes eternity. Because it's an unbroken chain. They say it at all the weddings. And every time they say it at the wedding, I gasp. I always go, <laughs> oh. And I know it's coming. Yeah, we know but it's I coming. Go, oh, oh, it really is. It does get you a bit, doesn't it? Does it does hit you right in the heart. Right. 
Not really a confession, but in school, my home ec teacher used the Jesus on the cross to turn on the projector on the ceiling, and I found it funny. <laughs> I love, right, that we put out this call for confessions, and the best someone could come up with was my home ec teacher used the crucifix in school to turn on the projector. Whoever submitted that is a very honest person, because they have nothing to confess. This is a lengthy one, so please bear with me. In... In school, I was a Eucharistic minister, and during one of the school masses, one of the pupils came up to me. <laughs> I haven't even read it. I'm laughing. One of the pupils came up to me with their arms crossed over their chest. I had absolutely no idea what I was supposed to do. So for some reason, I just put my hand on the child's head, and closed my eyes, and just started whispering. <laughs> what? Right. Sorry, I'm ruining all of these because I keep laughing. I closed my eyes, and I just started whispering onto my breath. That's very funny. That's like when I was at the thing and I became Minister of the Eucharist and I had to flip the communion into the old fella's mouth. <laughs> I told that story before, didn't I? No, you didn't. I was at my cousin was like 60 years a priest or whatever. Yeah. And I was like not paying attention to what's going on and they, I just heard them say, any volunteers? And I goes, me? But you're not an ordained Minister of the Eucharist. I know I'm not. And my aunt nearly dropped out. <laughs> She's more religious. <laughs> And then they were like, PJ, that's grand. And then I was up there and then I realised what I was doing. And he was like, no, it's fine. You don't need to be ordained for this one because it's just like a family thing. Yeah. And then they gave me, next thing I know, I have the bowl of like dried whatever in my hand, the communion bits, body. And I was at the top of the altar. Body. And I was like, body of Christ, body of Christ. And then next thing. <laughs> you can't do that, babe. Then next thing, my aunt obviously gave me the side of me and like, dude, this probably are going to embarrass me because she was obviously trained. She'd done the course or whatever you do. And then. <laughs> she had her free tech. She had her free tech level five in the Eucharist. And then anyway, this old man comes up to me. Everyone does the like left hand over right, picking and putting it in your mouth. Yeah. He comes up to me and goes. Six out his tongue, right? No, weird. And then I just was like, ew. So I like flicked it into his mouth. Like literally, I'm not messing, I flicked it. That was my, I was so funny. Everyone, and I looked out and my brothers and sisters were <laughs> wetting themselves. You know, when you have to laugh so hard but you can't put it out so you just like shake in the pews. You're shaking in the pew energy. Got matching love hair tattoos with an ex on a messy as fuck night out while with my current fella. Was brought up in conversation and told him it was matching my best friend. And to this day, he still doesn't know and I feel sick every time I think about it. <gasps> she got matching love tattoos with her ex. Well, she was with her fella now. Yeah. Love? Why did she? I mean, she must have known it was a bad idea getting the love hands. How drunk were you, babe? But imagine waking up the next day and being like... I got matched. Imagine waking up the next day, your fella ringing you and being like, how was last night? And you go, good. And you have a flashback and you're getting a, a tattoo with your ex. That's like peak fear. That is actually, that's a new level of fear. And thank you for this confession because every time I feel the fear when I'm hungover, I'm just going to think, at least I didn't get a tattoo <laughs> with my ex of love hearts. But also, like, is he not going to be like, oh, who's your friend with the heart tattoo? Can I, who is she? <laughs> also, yeah, he doesn't really give a shit what she does see. Okay, when we were in fourth class, we used to do swimming on a weekday with school. Mm-hmm. As you did in every yeah. primary school in Ireland, if there was a local swimming Thanks pool. Thanks the back seat. <laughs> in the vicinity. I used to ask to go to the bathroom mid-swimming class and get people's school tracksuits and throw <laughs> and throw them in the shower and turn the showers on. There was always... <laughs> what? There was always war when we came back to the changing rooms and every week it would be the same. (laughs) 
And every week it would be the same thing. Soaking tracksuits lying in the shower and the gun were never found. Sorry, but what this is? Psychotic behaviour. She's a serial killer now. Crazy. This would happen in the morning, so my classmates would have to go to spend the whole day in school. <laughs> in the damn tracksuits. That's just, this is like, okay, once, right? And you were, if you did it once and you were like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, but this is all. Well, awful. Right. How did she get away with it every time? <laughs> Sorry, but if that was me and my trackie was wet one week, I would have my eyes. But also, I'd be like, who went to the bathroom during swimming? You. <laughs> it was you. It was you. The most chaotic shit used to happen at swimming. But she says, no one ever knew it was me and I used to go home and laugh to myself for hours over it. It was such a thrill. Chaotic behaviour though for a nine-year-old. Well, I'm glad you realise that now. She, did she move on to killing cats then or what? Because that is like whatever we said earlier about sadistic behaviour. That's definitely sadistic. That's sadistic behaviour. Isn't it? Yeah. But like to be laughing at the kids going around. Like all the kids would be doing. But with also you would kind of get a kick off it wouldn't you? No I wouldn't. I'd be like I got the power little mix play it. <laughs> well if it was a bully. No I wouldn't even have the heart to do it to a bully. And there's nothing worse than wet clothes. Like, I'd rather she ran up to people in swimming and cut their Achilles heels. You know what I mean? That would be less painful than having to spend the day in wet clothes. But if it was my child as well, and if I have one week, I would be like, that is a disaster. Like, who in the right mind would do that? We need to get to the bottom of this. If it was happening every week, I would be calling a parents' council meeting. I just think she, when she goes into the thing, it's like, dilling. Dilling, 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 and she like clothes everywhere. But so imagine the fear of you going, God, and you're like, sorry, I have an addiction. <laughs> I can't believe she got away with it. That's chaos. That's a fair play to her for getting away with it, though. No, that's absolute chaos. Okay, so last one, right? Okay, give it to me. Okay, so back in peak, fuck boys come ruin my life stage. <laughs> I was in the smoking area of the most popular club in the city. Can't be naming names, just know it's a city in Ireland. Okay. okay. I love the mystery of it the already. Allure, I love the allure. And the enigma of it, right? As I sipped on the double vod and was taking drags from my Malboro fag, having a skit. Sounds like an icon. Love it. I somehow found myself chatting to a boy I went to primary school with. Fuck knows what we were chatting about, but he offered me a drink and a boogie, so that had me done. LOL. Anyway, he suggested going back to his, and in that moment, I somehow thought it would be a night filled of fun and nostalgia. Nah. The first Oh Jesus Christ moment came when he was chatting to the taxi driver about how he was rejected to play county over his bad knee and I could genuinely see him tearing up like he didn't make the final three at judges' houses on The X Factor. <laughs> Lads are obsessed with playing county, I feel. This guy's a poet. Oh God, I don't know who he is. Fast forward to things getting down to it in his childhood room, O'Neill's shorts and Hurley's being the overall theme. <laughs> And we were misdoing the deed when, Gatubbin, our favourite phrase. I love it. I hear him say, tell me I'm the best county player. No, no, I'm leaving. No. I, PJ's left the channel, I can't listen to the rest of this. He goes, tell me I'm the best county player. Go on, continue. That couldn't be Continue. It. I'm not lying when I say every bit of my soul left my body. I would have done anything for a Sabrina the Teenage Witch moment to snap my fingers back to the smoking area, but no. I explained I would not be repeating those words. <laughs> or as it went, any other words that night. I woke as soon as any bit of sun appeared in the morning and kindly asked that he would give me a lift home. <laughs> I love this bit. As I was getting out, he asked me for my Snapchat. 
This was also a peak Snapchat times, and I told him I don't use this. So I love that I, I don't use it. this. I slammed the door and say goodbye. So all in all, my lesson learned was never get with people from primary school. And if you're getting with gap players, make sure they're not abnormally obsessed with the fucking thing. What the fuck? I'd love if they goes, whilst getting out of the car, turn around and goes, you were never good enough for County. <laughs> and close the door. I know we're laughing at it now and I think it is chaos overall. Do I think it's a bit hot? <laughs> Do you know what I like mean? Like a broken GA player. Like a broken GA player and if it was me, like if I was with the GA player and it was like a secret that they were gay. Down on their luck GA player and you're nursing them back to health. And I'm just it. going... <laughs> <laughs> but imagine you're just like, you're like, okay, like he was a bit weird in the car but I'm really into it and then he goes, tell me I'm the best county player. And you go, what? How would you even... <laughs> and he goes, tell me I'm the best county player. But how would you even think of saying that? But also, did she, I love, were they just like, no, no, I won't tell you you're the best county player. But that's what she said. I, I, as well, fair play, because I would have literally been like, you're the best county player. I would have I said probably, this. Yeah, I would have said it, but it would have just been without any enthusiasm. I would have also, my penis would have went inside my body. I also think I would have loved it. <laughs> you're the best county player. You know, just kind of cheering him on. Whoever submitted the confession, can you just give the Snapchat to Kevin? Yeah, please. Okay, girlies, those were the chaotic confessions. Girls, you shared them. Thank you for sharing them. You're absolved from your sins. Actually, I don't think the girl with the showers is. I think she's hilarious. I think it's hilarious, but also I would recommend maybe going to one therapy session. <laughs> I think she's probably a CEO of a company now. Because she's pure ruthless, is it? Yeah, ruthless, girlie. It's kind of... I'm a bit scared by it. Ah, oh, whatever. Scared and scared. Anyway, from one rootless girly to two, <laughs> playing for Memno's best girlies. Memno's best, right, get him up. Right, I fill up there, one second. Hi everyone, uh, my question is, uh, I'm a new teacher, I used to sub and I did well in college. I love the job, but I can't shake that feeling that I'm shit and I dread the day even when I've planned it out. Any advice? Okay, so listen, I, I'm sure there wouldn't be a person in the land who who goes into a new job and they wouldn't feel at some point, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, uh, that's a very natural feeling, I would assume. And I suppose my advice to you would be just give it some time. You know, you're, you don't have to be a fountain of knowledge straight away I mean there's a curriculum there you got your degree you you have every right to be in that job and uh, I think maybe um, a bit of you know affirmative positive thinking uh, you're there because you're good enough and that's why and uh, we're bound to question things as we go along but give that six months you know nine months and I can imagine even in in COVID times now, teaching must be very difficult. And in between everything, you, you have to keep watching to see if they're slipping their guard any bit, you know, and with the hands and everything and online stuff. So it's tremendously difficult, but you're doing a great job. Don't be worried. And someday you'll get up to go and you'll be planned and you kind of go, yeah, I have this, but it just it'll just take you a small bit of time to settle nicely into the role. And, you know, you have the credentials, 
So don't be worried. Okay, good luck. Oh, that's tough. I'd say the teachers are up to 90 because I'd imagine the kids are hopping off each other at the moment. Sure, they haven't seen each other on Yonks. That's the thing. Imagine you being a child and then go back to school to see your friends and going, but you can't go near them. <laughs> also as well, I'd be skitting at the kids going around with the visors or whatever they have to wear. Do they wear them in the schools? I don't know. Well, they must have to do something, do they? But even, because we live near a school here and once 2.30 comes, they're all parading around the gas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. England. It must be hard to keep them away from each other, though. Like. Yeah, it must be tough. Kids are messy little yokes, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. And also, like my mum said, like, I think that whole, like, we've spoken before about, like, imposter syndrome yeah. and feeling you're not good enough for your job. I think that's something that everyone, Literally like, experiences. Literally everyone. We struggle with it all the time, Sean. Oh, my God. When I went back to work there, having been furloughed for ages, I'm only doing the reception at the gym because I'm not teaching any classes because there's like no classes happening because all the timetables have been reduced. Mm-hmm. It was my first day back. I didn't even know what to do when I answered the phone. I remember <laughs> the phone rang right and I could see the sweat running down my nose. It must have rang about 12 times before I had the confidence to pick it up and go, hello. Like, it took me by complete surprise. But anyway, girl, you just need to believe in yourself. And mm-hmm. I know that's hard, um, but it's just as well as just practice. Yeah. Just belief and practice, girly. And as well, everyone's faking it. Oh, fake it till you make fake it. Fake it till you fucking make it. Hello, we don't know to do a podcast still. <laughs> <laughs> We're making it. We're making it. We're making a podcast. On to Nula. My questions today is, I am a secondary school teacher finding back to school very overwhelming advice please for work-life balance dear listener i can understand your anxieties and fears at this current time with the pandemic etc as i have friends and relatives who are teachers also and are experiencing similar as you have extra workload for classes with virtual lessons etc sanitizing keeping distances now the most we can all do is keep ourselves safe going by the rules from the health service social distancing wearing masks sanitizing restricting our movements at present washing hands etc now to get a balance with life and work we need to unwind and we need to exercise and fresh air and maybe take up a new hobby you can own concentrate and keep yourself and your family safe and hopefully as everyone do their bit we will come to out the other side of this but it will take time be patient and stay safe i love when your mum says etc she said etc loads and also she was giving a speech to the nation now was she <laughs> really good actually better speech than half the people up in dialerum would give but as well it's so cute because like my mum she was like when I was, because I was talking to my mum, I was like, oh, with this level three, how are you feeling? She was like, to be honest, I was really like anxious and up to 90. But she was like, when I was giving the advice to that question earlier, I just sat back afterwards and goes, 
you know what, I'm going to take that advice too. And that's all I can mm. do. And then she put herself in a good mood. That's really, I really was like, great. That's so, I was only bawling. That's I was actually... like, I love that, like, she's taking her own advice as well, mm-hmm. you know. That's stunning. But like, yeah. I know she said sanitise about 50 times. <laughs> Etc. Et I love when a man says it. There's something really, really endearing and just, there's a gorgeous quality to your man's voice, especially when she says, etc. She sounds like a wise owl. A wise, stunning owl. Yeah, she could get her into children's books. And your mum's like the sassy rabbit. <laughs> wise owl and sassy rabbit. George Orwell, who animal farm who? <laughs> it's Nula Bean, the owl, and my mum is the sassy rabbit. Oh, anyway, well done, mummies. You're amazing. Thanks, girls. Thanks Lovely. for reaching out um, and asking for advice, people. And also, teachers, just do your best. You're fucking doing enough. You're doing a lot, you know what I mean? You're educating the next generation. And if you have an annoying parent, just tell them, go on away and fuck off. Be like, do you want your kids back? <laughs> exactly. Because like, you had them for long enough, you Th- can have them back. That's the thing. Me. And people found out during lockdown... How hard it is. How hard it is to try and like sit down and like teach... Your children, school bits. I'm grandma for teachers. We're here with you girls. We're in the corner with you. Exactly. So you're doing, you know what? You're doing great. Also, I hope you're serving looks as if I was a teacher. The looks I would serve. Executive mm-hmm. teacher units. I'd wear glasses even though I don't need them. Yeah, I would too. There'd be a lot of tartan skirts happening. Very Cher Horowitz. Oh, you're giving me that. I I'm love. Giving you that, yeah. Now. The Catholic primary schools of Ireland wouldn't be lit near the doors of the schools. I'd only walk in the hummus schools. Educate together. Yeah. You're very educated together. I'm very that energy. See, I want to be educated together too, but I love the idea of getting them ready for communion. Nah. The songs. I'm getting them ready for their yoga teacher training. <laughs> That's what you do instead of communion at the yeah. educate together schools. I feel way better after hearing the chaotic confessions. I do too. I hope that now brings a bit of a, a smile to people's days. Like, if you're feeling down, girlies, at least your pants aren't soaking wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least... Just think about that. You don't have to sit through a school day in a soaking wet tracksuit. But the thing is, actually, shame on the school for making them sit in the soaking wet tracksuit. I still think she's an icon and I'm not going to change my mind. And as well, those public swimming pools that we were made to go to in school were torture enough. There'd be bits of skin floating around. There'd be plasters. They used to put us in a disinfectant pool before we went into the swimming pool. They turned our feet yellow. Yellow. Yeah. And I remember one guy we used to scream at because he had the swimming socks. And now looking back, he had the right idea, but also looked ridiculous. I couldn't wear swimming socks if you paid me. But he was the only one. I don't know. Didn't he got know beat up, thing. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, girlies. Let's try and keep spirits up, but also, if you're having a down day, it's grand too. It's okay to have a down day. Toxic positivity is... More toxic than, than negativity. I think it is, actually. It is. So, look, you know what? Just take some time out for yourself. Have a cup of tea. Feel the way you're going to feel. It will pass. And also, get that takeaway if you want it. Yeah. Have that extra glass of wine if you want it. Yeah, your feelings are valid, whatever way. If- no one can have prepared for everything that's happened, so... Exactly. Just do what you want. Is that very worthy of us? No. Worthy. Like worldly. 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 No, like worthy. You know, like... Worthy. Like... (laughs) You keep... That's not explaining. You keep just saying bleh. Like, go like cringe. Like... Yeah, I... Like, at the end of the day, I'm just like... Girls, calm down. Yeah. All right, girlies. That was it. (laughs) We love you. Love you loads. Have the best week. Until next week. One more bazoom. Take care, girlies. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.